Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi there, and welcome to The Tint, a podcast dedicated to the art and science of natural style aquariums. I'm Scott Fellman, your host, fish geek, amateur philosopher of all things aquatic, and guy that kind of gets really excited about decomposing leaves and tinted water in aquariums. If you're into that stuff, hopefully you'll be into this. Today's episode is entitled Unfiltered Nature. It's kind of a little rant. Maybe it's filled with some divisive opinions and some controversy, so don't tell, it, don't tell you I didn't warn you. Um, but I think you might learn some things about the philosophy behind what we do here at Tannin and what I like to do in my hobby. Maybe some of it is relatable to you, or at the very least, maybe it'll stir some discussion at the local club or with some friends. So here we go. Let's get to it. Let's talk about nature real quickly. Now, nature is a really random place. Sure, it has a certain order all of its own, but for the most part, nature creates her own patterns, her designs, conforms to no aesthetic, but the one that arises out of her very existence. Nature is filled with purpose, intent, and the results of tortuous environmental process stretched out over eons. The result is beauty that humans can only admire and hope to recreate on some level. We seek order in an otherwise disorderly, decidedly dirty place. When we try to interpret nature's design, I think we tend to overthink it. Many of us tend to observe and distill and edit elements that appeal to our aesthetic sensibilities as opposed to study nature and attempt to understand just what it was that makes a certain scene look a certain way, and then to replicate it as it really is, raw and unfiltered. And there's that strange hobby malpropism, I guess you'd call it, that's entered and pervaded the world of aquascaping, in, in my opinion. A way that we interpret things that is a bit, well, it's a bit odd to me. Uh, if you're looking, looking at a mountain or a forested canyon, using that for an inspiration for an aquascape is not exactly what we think of when we talk about natural aquariums. No, in our opinion, the term natural aquarium refers to a system which attempts to replicate aspects of the aquatic environment as it exists in nature. It's not about scaling down a mountain range in the Yunnan province in China or wherever, covering some rocks with moss and calling your work a natural aquarium. No, no, no. Yet, this seems to be proffered as such in many parts of the hobby. And it's a damn shame, in my opinion. At the very least, I think it's an inappropriate use of the term that might be confusing to some. Opinionated much, Fellman? Absolutely. Hung up on semantics? Maybe. Overly harsh? Perhaps. Think your opinion is accurate and important? Hell yes. Words do matter. Let me clarify my opinion. First off, there's absolutely nothing wrong with interpreting and utilizing inspiration from nature, however you choose in your aquascaping work. Nothing, nothing at all. The results of a diorama style can be beautiful. However, the problem comes when we endeavor to communicate to the uninitiated that this type of aquarium is based on nature, as if a carefully contrived diorama mountain range comprised of glossostigma-covered rocks is what a natural aquatic habitat looks like. That's where it gets a bit weird in my opinion. What was ever not a good idea about looking at a stream, a flooded forest, a pond, or a bog, 
and just attempting to replicate it accurately as it is in both form and function in our aquarium. To replicate it without over just stylizing it and rat, you know, ratioing out every single rock, every twig, every plant. What is it about the actual appearance of so many aquatic ecosystems that has the bulk of the aquascaping world somehow avoiding replicating them? Is scaling down a mountain or creating a sanitized version of some elements of a genuine aquatic habitat the best we can do? Is creating an aquarium based on nature as it actually is just not good enough as an art form for us? Is it because it doesn't quite measure up somehow to the fantasy forest scape that the guy did in last year's big contest in terms of perceived effort, creativity, or inspiration? Is it because that in nature, the water isn't always crystal clear blue-white? Is it because the bottom of many natural aquatic habitats is covered in decomposing leaf litter, tree parts, and twigs because it's not clean and neat and tidy and Iwagumi-friendly? Could it be? Yeah, it's often dark, disorderly, and unpredictable. Can we not handle that? Or is it something even weirder than that? Could it be that many aquascapers are hesitant to replicate unfiltered nature simply because it's not designed enough? Or because it's already been done by, like, I don't know, the freaking universe? And therefore it's not original in some manner? Because somehow something in our minds tells us that we have to one-up nature as if it doesn't measure up to our aesthetic goals and you know interpretations. Now, to me, it seems like many scapers seem to feel that nature is somehow flawed because it doesn't conform to what we feel a natural aquatic scene should look like. Somehow, Iwagumi rock arrangements are embraced as nature, and nature itself takes the proverbial backseat. It's kind of weird. If you really think about this, it's not hard to arrive at such conclusions. When was the last time an aquarium which looked a lot like a real natural aquatic habitat won one of those big contests? You know, you can still use all those elements, produce something that's amazing and artistic as well, and win a contest. But that doesn't happen. Yet we think of nothing about scaling down a whole mountain range and calling the resulting aquarium nature. That's not a bit odd for an aquarium. Nothing weird there, right? Have we gotten too full of ourselves? Or are all those natural aquatic habitats simply too... I don't know, artistically flawed for us to incorporate in our aquariums, maybe? Look, there are no flaws in nature's work because nature doesn't seek to satisfy observers. It seeks to evolve and change and grow. It looks the way it does because it's the sum total of the processes which occur to foster life and evolution. We as hobbyists need to evolve and change and grow ourselves. We need to let go of our lifelong-held beliefs about what truly is considered beautiful in terms of aquatic environments. We need to study. We need to understand the elegant way that nature does things, and not just why, and just why actually aquatic habitats look the way they do. To look at things in context, uh, to understand what kinds of outside influences, pressures, and threats these habitats face, to understand why the fishes which reside in them live in these specific niches. Perhaps with this understanding and appreciation for nature as it really is finally in hand, we can move further forward and truly blur the lines between nature and aquarium for the benefit of all. We believe that people are wildly curious about the natural world, yet people also tend to overcomplicate the unknown and they polish out the beauty of nature. There really are no rules to rediscovering the unfiltered art, and if that's what you want to call it, beneath the surface of the water. We at Tannen, and me, philosophically believe in that preservation of the patina of biocover found on submerged surfaces and the fostering and fostering the appreciation for 
the ephemeral nature, the ephemeral components of nature, leaves, wood, and botanical items. We play at what's called the delta, the intersection of nature and of art. We all can. We celebrate aquariums modeled after nature as it really is, in form and function, filled with randomness, intricacy, perhaps even a bit of mystery. A special character that only an aquarium which replicates nature in this manner can really fully achieve. Perhaps maybe we can give it some more consideration? Maybe we can look at a few pics of wild aquatic habitats as a possible influence for our next aquarium. Am I being too blasphemous here? I don't think so. Read some early Takashi Amano writings and see if you don't agree. Don't read the cargo cult style fanboy homage drivel that's everywhere now. I'm sorry, but it is. Go to the actual source. Google it. Find his older works and actually read his words. Perhaps it's time for all of us to double down on nature as it is again. Yeah, it is. There is beauty there unimaginable intricacies and details and wonders, all of which can be incorporated into an aquatic display if we accept nature as it is. Are you a bit wound up today, Felman? Yeah, I think I might be. But you know what? I'm glad I got that out, and I hope that it provokes some thought and some discussion for you. So until next time, stay original, stay bold, stay unbounded, stay creative, stay observant, and stay appreciative, and always stay wet. We'll talk to you soon. Until next time. Thanks for, thanks for listening.